Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. All right. Uh, legal aid, uh, lawyers representing legal aid say they've reached a breaking point and uh, they need more funding. The program, uh, according to uh, the president of the Criminal Defense Lawyers Association, has been underfunded for a very, very long time. But we're getting to a point where it's being seen as something of a crisis and uh, something that needs to be addressed immediately. We'll find out why. We're going to chat with Danielle Boisvert, who is a criminal defense lawyer in Edmonton and the president of the Criminal Trial Lawyers Association. Danielle, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Now, we should point out, this has been a while in in coming, right? I mean, how did we get here? Well, it's been happening for a long time, and sooner or later we arrived at this point, correct? That's correct, Shay. Um, Back in 2018, we worked hard with Legal Aid and the Law Society and the government to develop a governance agreement, which had a plan to reverse decades of underfunding at that point. Um, There was an increase in funding in the 2018-2019 year with a commitment under that agreement to continue stabilized funding. Unfortunately, by 2020-2021, we were already in shortfalls in excess of $10 million per year for the legal aid budget. And last year, it was a shortfall of over $40 million um, below what was uh, what was promised. Okay, so where are we now? How dire is this situation, Danielle? Um, it is dire in the sense that uh, we have, as various stakeholders, not just our organizations, um, advise the government in no uncertain terms that there is an immediate need to address the uh, the tariffs, which is the uh, sort of the way that uh, lawyers that take on legal aid certificates are paid for their services, as well as the financial eligibility guidelines for members of the public who are trying to seek access to justice um, to through legal aid lawyers, whether those be criminal, family, immigration, or civil lawyers. Um. Now, you've written to the Justice Minister about the situation that you find yourselves in. What's been the response from the provincial government so far? Well, uh, until late yesterday, there was there was no response directly to us. Uh, there was some, some responses on Twitter and a short press release. Um, late last night, we received a, a, a request or an invite from the Minister's office for a meeting early next week. Um, so we certainly will be uh, taking him up on that offer and scheduling that meeting as soon as humanly possible. However, uh, that will not stop us uh, from having our meeting this evening and from consulting with our membership and getting a direction and a vote on what next steps uh, we will be taking um, should we not um, have immediate action from the government. Yes, so Danielle, you've got that meeting scheduled for later today with lawyers to sort of talk about next steps. What's on the table? What are the uh, potential next steps you'll be looking at? Um, Well, different forms of... Uh, steps that we can take that you could call job action, I suppose. We're, we're not a union, mm-hmm. uh, but we can collectively agree to take certain steps when it comes to legal aid certificates that will demonstrate to the government and to the public that uh, there is a need for our services. We don't just represent criminals. We represent regular members of the public. We represent victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. We represent a wide breadth of people in society that need our services that can't afford a lawyer on their own. Um, so like you say, I mean, in terms of job action, could you like just 
like you say, you're not a union, but I guess you you do have the ability to take a case or not take a case, right? I mean, that comes down to you can't be forced to take a case, can you? That's correct, yes. Uh, certificates are, are offered, and um, through uh, an online portal, we accept or reject those certificates uh, once we have a chance yeah. to review what that file looks like, yeah. Okay, weird question here, and if, I, if I'm off in the weeds and you don't know and you, and you don't care, just tell me. Do we can can we get to a point where if all of you guys decide okay well, that's what we're going to do we're just not going to take these cases anymore um, it's a legal right in this country what what happens then doesn't uh, uh, somebody who's charged and accused have a right to uh, representation I mean could it get to a point where legal aid in Alberta just says yeah well we're not going to do it uh, you deal with it. I mean can it could it possibly get to that point. Um, I think that would be very far down uh, a path that we hope not to have to go down to that point. Um, our concern is our clients, and whatever steps we take, we we don't want to prejudice the rights of our current clients. Um, but it may take some painful actions on our part that, that could have a temporary impact on the public to demonstrate to the government how important these services are and that we need to make sure that the services are provided in a way that you have quality services being provided by experienced lawyers. All right, but we're hopeful. As you say, you did get a response from the government late last night and uh, are working on scheduling a meeting there. We'll follow your meeting today and see what comes out, and uh, hopefully this can be resolved, but obviously we're in a situation where action has to be taken. We are. We're, we're at a point now where a properly funding the criminal justice system requires adequate and predictable funding for all sides, the courts, the Crown, and defence. Um, the government has checked off two of those three very important boxes, and now they need to check off the third, and it cannot wait until next year. Excellent. Danielle, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today.